Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. Welcome to the Hushbow Black Forum. You got me here, the Hushbow, driving this train this evening. Hey, it's Saturday, uh, March, March the seventh. Well, this year is getting getting away from us already. So we're in the third month. Spring is uh, getting ready to spring. What is it? Uh, spring forward. Spring forward. Uh, fall back. Set your clocks ahead uh, one hour tonight, you all. Yeah, you know, daylight savings time. I don't know how we save any time or what what that thing is all about. It has something to do with well, I don't even know. I tried to get somebody to to run it down to me to kind of clear that up. What is daylight savings time? Anybody know? Peanut gallery. Anybody know what daylight daylight savings time is? Don't nobody know. Not around this camp. <laughs> Somebody said they had something to do with the farmers' animals back in the twenties. They were trying to get some more daylight time for them. So I don't know, y'all. Don't start the hushbow line. I really don't know. Welcome to the hushbow Black Forum, though. Uh, where our motto is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. Not necessarily. Sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on Blog Talk. Yeah, we we don't like to go there. We like to keep everything on an even keel. Uh, we, what we do, we advocate advocate for social justice on behalf of America's back when you said. Not because we don't love everybody. We love everybody. We'll let you know that. But just by extension, uh, we're part of that uh, community. And by extension, we find ourselves uh, advocating on their behalf. Uh, yeah, we... we we uh we uh and Lord knows we need all the advocacy we can get, yeah. In our community. We we still we still marching out there in the street. They they down there in Selma. <laughs> we <laughs> y'all y'all hear the president today. We we got people down there in Selma, Alabama, y'all getting ready to getting ready to reenact that uh that march over the Pettus, Norman Pettus Bridge down there that took place 50 years ago, 1965, when John Lewis, Congressman John Lewis, my congressman, got beat down uh, uh, like an animal down there, trying to, just trying to uh, get some equal rights around it. 1965, you know, this is the 15th anniversary, March the 7th. That was the hospital in, in Marine Corps, they getting ready to go to Vietnam, you know, and they we can't even go in. I was getting ready to go to Vietnam uh, uh, in 1965. Did go over there eventually in 1965 around July. We got staged out in uh, out in uh, San Diego and went on over there. But uh, yeah, I was supposed to get ready to go fight for the country. We couldn't even go in restaurants. <laughs> Back, we couldn't even vote. Uh, 
but uh, yeah, times times uh, times uh, have improved, no doubt about it. Uh, there's a lot of things still still wrong. There's no doubt about that either. There's a lot of things still wrong, y'all. We still uh, states are trying to turn back the voting rights uh, in the country. Why? Why? You know, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Why would you? not be doing everything in your power if you're the government to make it easier for people to vote. Why wouldn't you be doing everything in your power to make sure that it's easier for the citizens to vote? Mm-mm. That ain't the way it is, y'all. Here in 20, 2015, states all over this country is passing laws that's making it harder for its citizens. Now, they, I mean, you may think uh, they may think they uh, 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 are doing a disservice to black people or whoever, minorities, whoever's being most uh, affected by it, uh, by uh, passing these crazy laws. But uh, people don't know. The citizens don't know. Uh, if it affects one group of citizens, it's going to eventually affect uh, uh, affect them all. Well, that's just a fact. That's just the nature of the beast, y'all. They better get hip to it. If you cut out my rights, uh, you're going to cut out everybody's rights in some respect. Ain't no doubt. Uh, but uh, it seems like a good idea right now to uh, whoever's in power to uh, to cut these hours and all this craziness, uh, cut same-day registration, all the things that uh, that make it easier for citizens to uh, exercise their uh, constitutional right, the right to vote. It is a right. It is a right, equal right. Everyone has an equal uh, right to vote. Yes. If you uh, deprive anyone of that equal right, you're going to be depriving everyone. You got a chance to deprive everyone of that equal right to vote. Uh, so, you know, I uh, president gave a great speech today down there in Selma, Alabama. Had a couple of former presidents there. Just a great, great uh, occasion. I don't know if the occasion was. Uh, I mean, but uh, it was a reminder to the country that uh, no matter how much things has changed, uh, uh, a lot of things still remain the same to a lesser degree, but a lot of things still remain the same. There's still a lot of racism and discrimination in the country. 2015, nothing like it was in 1965. When I was a young Marine, getting ready to go off to war, a war that eventually, a war that eventually uh, caused me to spend a year in the Philadelphia Naval Hospital, fighting for my life, <laughs> trying to recover, uh, trying to recover from that uh, from that war. And my fellow citizens uh, was being attacked by the police, the state, and dogs and 
beaten, trying to get across a bridge. 1965, yeah. It's crazy times. Uh, those were uh, crazy times. These are crazy times here. These are crazy times we live in here, y'all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These are crazy, crazy times, let me tell you. Uh, not just here in this country, but worldwide. I mean, we got a lot of crazy things going on. I mean, hi. Hey, y'all, it's about uh, eight minutes after seven in the ATL, y'all. That's where we come from. We originate from the ATL, Atlanta, Georgia. That's where the Hushmo Black Forum uh, originates. Come to you every Saturday over Blog Talk Radio from 7 to 9 p.m. We're out here. My Facebook friends, how y'all doing? <clears throat> Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum, y'all. We are so glad to have you out here. Tell your friends about us. Go to my webpage, hushmoblack.com, just like it sounds. Hushmo. <clears throat> H-U-S-H-M-O-B-L-A-C-K. Dot com, hushmoblack.com. Go there. You can follow us from there. From there, you can get to our webpage, our page, Facebook page, rather, and follow us there on Facebook. We come out here, we uh, uh, advocate for social justice. Uh, uh, we like to think we provide a platform for those in our community who uh, don't normally or are not normally heard from. Not um, 90% of our community who's uh, is voiceless. We like to think that we provide a platform for those uh, folks. Oh, you know, we got our 10% out front advocating on our behalf, doing a great job. We we think out here on the Hushmo platform that the entire community has to uh, get involved, has to pick that cross up and share it, <laughs> has to pick that cross up and carry it a weight. And it's not like uh, uh, they don't want to uh, they just don't have a uh, a platform. We uh, like to think we do our little two percent, a two cents worth by providing a platform, one one platform. There there are many. We come to you every Saturday over Blog Talk Radio, a great great medium. Uh, anybody got anything to say? I urge them to uh, check out Blog Talk, blogtalk.com, blogtalkradio.com. Go there. Yeah, you can uh, start up your own show. It's fairly simple. And then, like I said, it's just a great, great uh, medium to uh, get your word out. <sighs> want to send a shout-out and uh, condolences to the Odom, Mr. Frank Odom's family uh, in Barberton, Ohio. We lost him. Credo, elder statesman. Uh that uh, that I uh, used to enjoy uh, talking to when I was younger and uh, got a lot of knowledge from him. We lost him this week. And uh, he's 90 years old, by the way. So he lived a, a great, long life. 
he will be sorely missed. He will be sorely missed, y'all. Couple of birthdays. Whose birthday is it? Mr. Theodore Scott. Mr. Rico Baker. <laughs> Mr. Rico Baker. One of the. Who else's birthday is it? Uh, there's someone else's birthday it is. And we, uh, uh, we'll get it before we get off the air there. Just uh, everybody have a good birthday. We're giving a shout out to y'all. All. Mm. Folks are getting old, y'all. My peers are getting old. I know Mr. Rico Baker turned 70 today. Man, he was about the same age. We grew up together. <laughs> uh, those are good old days back in the day. Hey, y'all, it's about, uh, what, 13 minutes after 7? March the 7th, yeah. 2015. Pretty nice day in the 1880, yeah. Uh, I don't know if the cold weather's gone or not. Uh, I wouldn't throw away your, uh, don't throw away your winter coat. That was 60 something degrees here in the ATL that day. Don't, like I said, don't throw away your, uh, don't throw away your winter stuff. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> don't, don't do that. We ain't finished yet. We ain't finished with this stuff yet. We, uh, got some announcements, y'all. Got a, got a great function coming up here. We want to give a shout out to, uh, Memory Lane Entertainment Solutions, giving a, uh, function, fundraiser. April 4th, going to be at uh, Eagle Landings Country Club there. It's a fundraiser for uh, Worthy Calls. Uh, it's uh, like a DJ's uh, reunion, old-timer, uh, old-timers, uh, DJs around Atlanta, uh, Atlanta Georgia here. Uh, got some great DJs around this part of the country, y'all. I'll let you know that right now. Uh, Mr. DJ Fast, Eddie, is going to be on the program. Uh, Bill Gay, uh, Doug Steele, uh, Jeffrey Charles. Uh, it, it's just a hell of a bar. Some, some, of, some of you all might, uh, some of you all might, uh, Knew of some of those uh, DJs, old great great DJs around Atlanta, Georgia. Here, uh, they're going to be on the program. It's going to be a real, real uh, festive occasion. That's April, April seventh, y'all. That's a Saturday. Put it on your calendar. Put it on your calendar. Husband will be there. Uh, Eagles Landing Country Club. That's in Stockbridge, Georgia. Y'all. Go to. Uh, Go to uh, well, well, go to my website, hushmanblack.com. I'll post it there. But uh, I'm just trying to see if I was looking for a uh, 
uh, email uh, for website for uh, Memory Lane Entertainment Solutions, but uh, I'll, I'll post one. I'll post one on my uh, website, HuskoBlack.com, and you can go there and find out more particulars about it. It's going to be a real dance hall. Come get your dance on, y'all. If y'all want to get your dance on, these guys can uh, can mix it up for you. Oh yeah, they can mix it up for you. The real old school DJs, DJ Fast Eddie, Doug Steele, Jeffrey Charles, Hal Lamar, Bill Gay, to name a few, will be there spinning, spinning uh, on the ones and twos, as they say, that evening. What else is going on, y'all? I'm missing the president down there in Selma. I think him and the first family, they marched across the Pettus Bridge. I don't, did anybody get out and start? <laughs> you don't think they'd be beating the president up walking across there. Well, John Lewis, we walked there. He was there 50 years ago in person. Still got the scars to show for it. Congressman John, John Lewis. Great, uh, a great uh, hero of mine for uh, his part in that civil rights uh, movement. He was back there today, uh, and a host of other uh, dignitaries from ex-presidents, George W. Bush. He was there. I commend him for that, for taking the time to uh, to. Uh, Mark such a uh, monumental uh, occasion in our, our country's history. Uh, 1965 was some crazy time because we were still trying to uh, get what was legally uh, our rights, and that was uh, the right to vote, which has been uh, guaranteed under the 14th Amendment. Guaranteed under the 14th Amendment. We still, in uh, 1868, here it is, 1965, damn near 100 years later, we still. Uh, having uh, trouble trying to vote. <laughs> hey, still having problems in 2015, you know. <laughs> but uh, it's a lot better now. But that thing was a great occasion today down in Selma, Alabama, you know. Check your history out. Uh, Black History Month is over, but our history is not over. <laughs> our history is ongoing, you know find out about it, uh, brush up on it, get involved with it. Like I said, everybody needs to pick that cross up, carry the weight, no matter who you are, no matter what your uh, station in life is. I mean, it, you know, we need everybody from the unemployed to the overemployed, <laughs> the janitor, the waiters, the uh, Lawyers, the doctors, the Indian chief—we need everybody in the community to uh, to get involved in the politics of the country. Get involved. I mean, don't uh, sit back because uh, uh, that's part of the problem now. Uh, we're not participating to the max in the political system here in the country, and. Uh, we suffer when we don't, uh, when we don't.
stay vigilant uh, to what's going on in the country right now. Like I said, there's been some crazy times all over. Some of these things, uh, you might not see how they directly affect us, but uh, I'm talking about the wars, the ISIS, and the, the Irans, and Iraqs, and Syria, and all that stuff that's going on. That stuff affects us here in this country. It affects America's Afghanistan. It affects everybody in the country. We need to be paying attention to it. For sure, we got to pay attention to what's going on with our community. Uh, but just uh, world events, anything that uh, we're involved in uh, as a country uh, affects uh, affects us as Americans. We need to stay on top of it. We need to stay on top of the uh, We need to stay on top of that thing. I need to tell you. And uh, this is weird. Uh, you know, we it's, it's a trying times. Like I said, we. So we uh, have to remain vigilant. So let's see if we got a what else going on, yeah? It's 20 minutes after after seven. We're gonna take a quick pause for the calls here. We'll be right back. Y'all hanging in. You got me in the hush now. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Ain't too many players got statues. Uh, Julius Irvin, Bill Russell, Larry Bird. I saw the list. I'm sure Magic Johnson's almost got the hell one. And uh, Dominique. They got, gave him a statue last night here at the Hawks did, honoring his great, great work here in the city. He put the Hawks on a map here in Atlanta, y'all. Dominic Wilkins did. I saw at least 80% of his games. We're going to, uh, I guess we're going to try to get down to see a couple of more Hawks games. We're going to take another quick pause for the calls here, y'all. We'll be right back. Y'all hang in there. we got to get something ready to post. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushma Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., right here in cyberspace.
have to have flash when you're having fun, y'all. It's Mark already. We're we're uh, on spring break, by the way, from from school. Oh yeah, the high school student, y'all. We, we're a college student. We're back in school, trying to uh, pick up some new skills. Hey, you ain't ever too old to, lose, uh, to, to acquire knowledge, y'all. I want to let you know that right now. You're never too old to acquire knowledge. We, uh, you are never too old to acquire knowledge. Because it would take, it would take something away. Let me tell you. The magnet schools are planned to be seven to five hours. You, uh, you might think you are. But, uh, Oh no. In March, shifted the search underwater, sonar, and ocean floor mapping technologies started soon after. All in all, 22 planes and 19 ships could not find. You're never too old to uh, to acquire knowledge. We're back in school, uh, taking some uh, history courses, African American history courses, mainly for my own edification. Uh, to enhance my writing, I want want to really uh, do some further research on my people's uh, journey from West Africa here back in the 1700s. We, we want to really investigate that uh, that journey. So we're back in school trying to. Uh, we're back in school with that. I don't know how many how many of you uh, well, 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 we'll check on that later. We're not going to get into that. Trying to uh, See what's going on right in the Middle East. Seems as though ISIS is destroying some historical cities at Nimrod and a couple other places over there. And uh, just trying to make sense of it. I'm gonna, uh, get some feedback from my audience on that. Uh, but we got to do a little more further research into it ourselves before we kick it out there to the audience. But it's somewhat troubling to me that. Some of these artifacts have been around thousands of years, and that they have them destroyed. Seems like uh, seems a real uh, just a real tragedy here. I don't know I, what y'all think. Anybody got any opinions on what's going on over in Iraq with the destruction of some of the uh, oldest? Uh, Sites. I mean, these things, you can find these sites in the Bible. But uh, I don't know. I, it's just a, so much is happening here that uh, that makes no sense, uh, at least to uh, little old me. I mean, I'm a pretty rational person. Some of the stuff just don't make sense to me. And I'm trying to get a 
trying to get a handle on it. I'm trying to trying to get a handle on what why it is. I mean, mm, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. This is this this stuff is really 
bear watching you. It, it, it bears watching you. My audience out there, get engaged. Check this stuff out. Keep up with it. See what's going on over there. I don't feel good about none of it. I don't know what's going on, but I kind of feel uneasy about it. That's enough for me to keep up with it. Something I don't understand and got a crazy feeling about. I'm going to keep up with it, y'all. Oh, yeah. I'm going to keep up with it. I, I can't understand what the government of uh, Nigeria is doing. Uh, what is the government? Uh, good luck, Jonathan. What are you doing over there? I don't know what's going on. We got problems here in the country. I'll sell, but uh, like I said, everything that... Uh, going in the world is uh, affects us as a people, as a nation. Malaysian Air Mystery MH370 One year later they still searching for that plane you know, that big old plane that dropped out the sky Uh, continue to pray that uh, 
something turned up that people are trying to get some closure. A year later, families are still trying to get some closure to that thing. Yeah. I can imagine, I can, you know, just imagine if I had a family member on that plane and it disappeared like that without anybody being able to tell me what happened. I mean, with all of uh, with all of the sophisticated uh, all of the sophisticated uh, technology and stuff that we got today we can't uh, we can't uh, figure out what happened to this big old plane uh, that, that is it's almost mind boggling <laughs> I mean it, it is really mind boggling that uh, with the technology technology that we have today that the plane was able to vanish without uh, any trace. Uh, I still kind of suspect some foul play here, y'all. But then even foul play uh, would be pretty hard for me to imagine that a plane could disappear under any circumstance. In uh, today's age of uh, all the technology where you can trace a dirt cell phone almost anywhere on the globe. You can find a cell phone almost anywhere on the globe if it's on and working. And this big old plane with all kinds of uh, uh, electronic gadgets on it disappeared. Memory Lane Entertainment Solutions, y'all, is in uh, an event April 4th from 7 to 12 at Eagles Landing Country Club down in Stockbridge, Georgia, y'all. The real old school DJs of Atlanta is having, uh, is going to be a featured uh, uh, on the event. Uh, it's shared proceeds benefit the ground project of Stockbridge Elementary School. A worthy cause, y'all. Y'all, uh, y'all uh, give them some uh, support. Uh, give them some support. I got a phone number you can call if you're interested in calling to find out more information. Call uh, 678. 678- Eight four seven three one one eight. You get more information there. Six seven eight eight four seven three one one eight. That's for Memory Lane Entertainment. Uh, it's having a fundraising event event for a uh, worthy cause. Uh, elementary school down in Stock. Stockbridge, Georgia, y'all who need who need some support putting in a new a playground for the kids. The husband is gonna be participating. Saturday, April fourth, yeah. Some of the greatest DJs that the city has ever known here in ATL featuring 
DJ Fast Eddie, Doug Steele, Jeffrey Charles, Hal Lamar. Just going to be a great, great uh, event. Evening of fun and music, fun music and food. Oh yeah, foods and <laughs> foods included. More information, like I said, you can give uh, give a call to six seven eight. Eight four seven three one one eight for further information on that. Baseball season started off, y'all. I don't know what uh, I don't know what we are to expect of uh, my Atlanta Braves, but I don't I don't have a real good feeling about this year. I'm going to let you know that right now. I don't have a real good feeling about uh and Yet what could be more American than what happened in this place? Uh, I don't know. From the president's speech in today in Selma, Alabama. I'm Poppy Marlowe. Thank you so much for being with me this evening. A marathon of the hunt with John Wall. Uh, I don't know what's going on, y'all. Uh, with the Braves. I know we traded away a bunch of players that uh, <laughs> we traded away a bunch of players that's going to be uh, uh, and uh, I, I don't know. I, I hope we, you know, I'm always fan now, but I just don't see I don't see us uh, being very competitive this year. We still got Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman and Andrelton Simmons. But uh, in lieu of those two players, I, I don't, you know, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't feel too good about that lineup we got. That's just me now. I, I don't. Somebody else might. Uh, someone else might have a uh, different. Uh, someone else might have a different uh, uh, take on it. I. I mean, I. <laughs> I just said me now, y'all. I ain't talking about nobody else. <laughs> I don't have a good feeling about it. Somebody else might. Someone else might. I I just don't have a good feeling about it. Paper food day is on Wednesday this year, y'all. I don't know. Uh, now, one of the things I'm going to be watching, because uh, one of the players that he's traded, Jason Haywood, uh, is playing for them, St. Louis. That's one of my favorite teams anyway. I always like that organization from way back. They always, that's a quality organization. Not that the Braves, Braves are a quality organization, but I mean, after the Braves, St. Louis, St. Louis is one of the class, class franchises in baseball. Absolutely. Uh, I don't like, uh, I'm not too, a big fan of uh, Missouri, the, the state, but that baseball team is uh 
I ain't a big fan of the state. That's what Ferguson Ferguson is located in Missouri. I, I'm not a big fan of anything around there. What's going on there? But that's the man against Justice Department just came down. Rather harshly on uh, the Ferguson Police Department. Seems as though they've been uh, generating revenue off the backs of uh, its citizens. Uh, it's uh, minority citizens. It's black citizens. They've been generating uh, uh, a financial stream on the backs of uh, its citizens. <laughs> uh, disproportionately, uh, which is Something is seriously wrong with it. Something is seriously wrong with it. Something is seriously wrong with it, yeah. That's why people are down in Selma, Alabama today. Trying to uh, remind the country that uh, we still got some uh, some issues that need addressing in terms of uh, race relations, as they say. Somebody did a uh, survey. I don't know what good they uh, are, but it uh, suggested that somehow race relations are worse under this black president, as if. <laughs> it's the black president's fault that race relations is worse. Has nothing to do with that, y'all. Race relations uh, appear to be worse because more closet races has came out of the closet under this president. That's 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 the uh, story there, y'all. Yeah, more races has came out of the closet since this black president uh, has taken office. It's, you know, it's nothing to do with his policies. He hasn't changed any policies that benefit black people. No more so than uh, 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 trying to make the uh, playing field level, which is his job as president of this uh, these United States. I mean, it's his job to see that uh, everybody uh, live by that creed of uh, uh, we're all created uh, here in this country. Yeah, and live by the same laws equally. Yeah, that that you know that's that's his job to do that. That's his job to make to make that happen as president. That it's his job to make sure that each of us should have the same. Uh, Protections under the law, with the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That that is what uh, that uh, those documents that uh, the founding fathers of the country uh, envisioned, and uh, that is what that Constitution is about. That uh, is supposed to guarantee those equal protections and equal rights and all that stuff. That's that president's job to enforce 
the laws of that constitution, you know? That's his job. That has nothing to do with him being black or white. President of the United States is the highest officer in the country uh, presiding over uh, the Constitution. That's his job to make sure everybody can live under that thing on an equal footing. Not because <laughs> he's the first American of African descent to hold that job. Obviously, his. Uh, the people who uh, disagree or have some kind of bias is going to see them differently. Yes, back up. Whoa, hello. <laughs> Those, whether they be racist or whatever, they're going to view this first American of African descent to be president. They're going to view him differently than uh, the 43 who came before him. Yeah, it's just a just a fact, y'all. Just a fact. Hey, if there's no racist tendencies in your heart, or in anyone's heart, if everybody, if no one had any kind of racial tendencies against his fellow man, this one it wouldn't be an issue. Everybody would uh, view everybody uh, the same. But because of the history of the country, that's not the case. We 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 know that's not the case because we know our, we know the history. If y'all don't, I do. Read my book, Racism and Hate: An American Reality, by Jimmy C. Cameron. Read that book. Pick it up. It's a, a provocative new updated examination of Dr. Gunner. Garner Murdoch's epic study of the subject matter done over 70 years ago in the, in the late 1930s. That study took a look at where race relations were in the country and the effect it was having on our democracy some 70 years after the Civil War. The work was entitled An American Dilemma, the Negro Problem in Modern Democracy. The author in this work look back at our history here in America dealing with race relations over the last 70 years and through exhaustive research and analysis concluded that the dilemma was not so much a particular people but in fact the dilemma had more to do with the man induced self-fulfilling prophecy of racism. To put a human face on the subject matter, he used his own family's history here in Georgia, starting in 18, in 1784, through slavery, through the Civil War, through the Jim Crow laws of the South, through Plessy versus Ferguson, clear up until 1954, when Brown v. Board of Education overturned Plessy. The book takes a critical look at the year 1954, First, analyzing the enormity of the 14th Amendment rights violations that Plessy had allowed to occur. And then, secondly, the ramifications of the Brown v. Board of Education case. The author who examined the lightning rod effect, the author also examined, examined the lightning rod effect the first American president of African descent has had on bringing the hidden vestiges of racism out of the closet and placing it front and center 
for the nation's conscience.
College, uh, getting back into college here, we got to really discipline ourselves and uh, uh, getting back into the swing of things here. We uh, really got to calm down. The history teacher accused me of uh, taking up too much time. I, I, my presentation should have been five minutes. Mine went about 15 minutes. I, it's hard for me to say. You know, I don't know if that's some things you just can't uh, get done in five minutes. I suppose you could uh, if you're worried about uh, providing information. If you're worried about providing information on a subject matter, uh, you'd be scrambling to try to come up with five minutes. African-American history, I can talk an hour about it, none stuff. I can talk an hour about it, none stuff. Um, so when they tell me to do five minutes on the mill passage, say, that, there's no way I can do that in five minutes. It's just impossible. Uh, I suppose. I could have uh, 
I suppose I could have uh, shortened it down, but Jouvin, 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 the days may come and go, but you just wait and see. My day is coming. Just reading my teacher's book here. Azukar, Azukar, the story of sugar. No, I guess it's a great, great read, you know, dealing with uh, the uh, plight of We uh, just just uh, trying to make a few notes here, you know, while we while we glance at uh, what's going on here. Trying to mark up this book while we. Uh, President down in Selma. We're trying to. That was quite an event today. A lot of the old civil rights leaders was there. Why? Uh, of course, there's always controversy. There wouldn't people wondering why it was that uh, Al Sharpton has given the preaching the keynote sermon as opposed to Jesse Jackson. As far as I'm concerned, 
C.T. Vivian could have did that better than either one of those two. C.T. Vivian, he was there. I don't think either Jesse or uh, I don't think either Jesse Jackson or uh, Al Sharpton was there in 1965. C.T. Vivian was there, or even Andrew Young. He would have did. A, he would have been a better speaker for that. Those would have been mine. Or even Joseph Lowry. Oh, yeah, Joseph, Joseph Lowry. I, you know, that's just me. <laughs> that's just me now. I would have preferred uh, either of those folks, although I'm sure the Reverend Al Sharpton uh, did a fine job. I mean, I don't have no problem with him uh, giving that sermon or speech or whatever. But if you're going to have a debate on whether it should be Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton, I'm going to suggest C.T. Vivian myself. That's who I'm going to suggest. Okay, yeah. We uh trying to listen here, y'all. We listening out of one of the ears and talking out of the mouthpiece trying to figure out what's going on there. Uh wow. 
see where uh, the weather events of uh, the past few days uh, throughout the South. I mean, Kentucky had a snowstorm that had people stranded out on the highway for some 14 hours in their cars. Yeah. Is that crazy? 14 hours some folks were stranded on the highway, uh, snow up to the roof. Can't believe uh, that that could happen today, but yeah, <clears throat> it can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, wow. Among local residents, uh, Just uh, trying to uh, make sense of it all, y'all. Hey, welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum, by the way. We, <coughs> we like got 
caught up on a tangent here, trying to we done got caught up with the day's events. Uh, looking at this uh, Sylvia, Alabama thing. Uh, wow. March 7th, 1965. <sighs> but we uh, got to continue to do what we do. Introduce some Blackberry classic. Blackberry got a new <laughs> Blackberry got a new phone out of y'all or something. Is it a phone or what is that thing? They they need to they need to scrap that whole thing there and uh, just go to a, a smartphone. They really need to just go to a smartphone, you know, as a message just. That would be my suggestion for Blackberry. We used to deal with Blackberry when I was in my working days. Uh, where's my book at? Read that. Let's see if I can get my book. Somebody need to put my book up there. Uh, 
I don't know why. Uh, hmm. I don't know why, y'all.
We uh, my uh, peers are checking out of here. Another dear friend passed on. Want to send my condolences out to the Nelson family. In Barberton, Ohio, yeah. Uh, wow, we uh, hey, we we none of us is uh, gonna outlive this thing. <laughs> hey, none of us gonna outlive this thing. Uh, at some point, we uh, gonna be checking out of here. Just have to uh, make the most of uh, every day. That's what I try to do. Live life to the fullest, the best that I can. That's all I can do. That's what I, you know, that's all I can do. That's all I can do, yeah. Try to make the most of it. Take it one day at a time. Like I said, we're on spring spring break at class up where at school. Uh, one of the things we're working on is uh, we we're talking about that West African uh, slave trade and the uh, Middle Passage. I did uh, I did a paper on uh, the uh, West African slave trade 
And uh, that thing was really uh was really uh uh gut wrenching, you know. It was really gut wrenching. Now we uh I uh, I want to share with you my Doritas, the uh, my take on it, my little summary of the mill passage. I'm going to read this verbatim here. Summary of the mill passage. When examining the journey of the people brought out of Africa over 300 year over a 300 year period between the 15th and 19th century, and forced into slavery in foreign lands, I, like so many before me including some of the most brilliant authors, social scientists, and historians. And historians became fixated, transfixed, and indeed conflicted in our attempt to describe a short portion of that exodus known as the Middle Passage. Some of the most notable some of the most notable are W. E. B. Du Bois, Tony Morrison, Alice Walker, Julie Dash, and Robert Hayden to name but a few. Olada Equiano, who I first discovered about 12 years ago, was born in 1745 in West Africa. He was kidnapped at the age of 11 and sold into slavery. He published his personal account of that mill passage in his book, The Interesting Narrative of the Life of Oladar Equiano, in 1789, after learning to read and write English in London, England. I know the account of that. Boards across the Atlantic Ocean changed to the bottom of a slave ship, left me emotionally drained in search of answers from a high of a source. The other writers mentioned here all have great perspectives, but because their experience was not personal, it had less of an emotional effect on me, yet their stories solidified my belief in a higher power. I rationalized that if man cannot find adequate objectives to describe such inhumanity with the words such as cruel, barbaric, and humane. Or even, or even, flatitious, that which is shamefully wicked, then I must parallel that middle passage with the biblical story of the Israelites being lost for 40 
that he's in the wilderness while suffering through various trials and tribulations, but still able to eventually reach that promised land. It has to be by the grace and mercy of an almighty God that we are the people, descendants of those who made that known passage, could still be here today bearing witness to an almost unexplainable truth. Bearing witness about sums it up. I mean, you could uh, I don't know, you could look long and hard to try to come up with some kind of uh, uh, some kind of I don't know uh some kind of uh, adequate uh, portrayal of that uh, nightmare. But uh, I, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's just such a, it's such a, I, uh, it, it's just mind-boggling. Uh, yet no passage. To me, I still get chills just uh, reading about it. I presented the, uh, I presented to my classmate uh, a pictorial of uh, one of the slave ships depicting uh, the slaves of rape. Uh, were chained to the bottom of uh, the ship, some 300 on the bottom deck, on the bottom floor of the ship. Uh, Sometimes they would put a second deck above them and put two or 300 more. Some of the ships carried as many as 500 uh, slaves on a voyage that lasted anywhere from 40 to 80 days uh, coming across that Atlantic depending on how rough the weather was. <laughs> and some of the most some of the most uh, deplorable conditions that uh, you could ever imagine. 
some of the most deplorable conditions that you could ever imagine. Uh, chained to the bottom of a, a ship. Uh, dying, some of them, while chained to uh, uh, someone else laying next to them. That I, uh, it has to be, I contend, uh, by the grace and mercy of an almighty God that uh, we're here today to, to uh, talk about it, to analyze it, to dissect it. to forever uh, be on guard that nothing ever uh, like that happened to uh, our people again. We have to ever be on guard that nothing like that ever happened to our people again. Uh, That's why I'm in school trying to uh, get a better sense uh, trying to get a better sense of uh, what happened on the other side of the Atlantic that caused uh, my people there to allow for uh, so many of people to be shipped off that way it's still uh, a great mystery to me uh, hey y'all it's just about that time we're going to leave it with you We'll be back next week, same time, same station, March 14th. We come to you every Saturday on Blog Talk. We uh, did so much enjoy your company this evening, y'all. Uh, until then, y'all uh, be vigilant <laughs> and on guard, y'all. Until next week, you got me, Hushmore. We'll see you later. Ciao. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com.